Welcome to the Two Buff Beards Podcast. I'm Zach Ansaldo. I'm with my man, Kelvin Franklin, and this episode is brought to you by WebFit Nation. The standard process for having a trainer is paying big money for an hour of their time, spend time and money getting to your appointment, work out, go home, and repeat it all over again next week. With WebFit, you have a personal trainer right in your pocket. Work out when and where it works for you and your schedule. 100% customized workouts, meal plans, and even grocery lists. To learn more, go to www.webfitnation.com. What is going on, Kelvin Franklin? How you oh, doing? We're back again, man. We it, are back. It actually feels good that we're back consistent that you're home. Two weeks in a row. Yeah, man. Back consistent again. I, I, I love it. Yeah, man. And you treat me like a king when I walk in the door today. <laughs> come, come down into our quote-unquote studio. studio. That's what we call it. Our man cave. <laughs> Got a brand new chair for me. Feels like a throne, a king's throne. It's a leather chair. It reclines back. I was, you know, I was thinking about so the well. podcast this morning. I was like, man, I got to figure out some ways to get make it better and stuff like that. I was like, well, what about making us more comfortable? And I was like, you know what? I got the extra chair in the back. So I had two chairs because I normally use my standing desk. And so Tiffany used to work down here a lot. So I was like, man, I'm going to just put the two office chairs at the table and be more comfortable. So what? nice. Why not, right? Appreciate it. Yeah, why not? Appreciate it. Um, so yeah, I mean, I guess we're getting things started off here quickly, but I mean the chair, this has got me moving. I'm, I'm pumped up about this chair right now. It's comfortable. A lot better than that wooden chair over there in the corner. Um, it made, it made it a little tough to sit down for quite for a long period of time. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, man. Now I could just sit back and one, chill. One day, you know, like long term, we should do like have like a standing, uh, desk. I was just for, thinking that. Yeah. For the podcast. Yeah. You know I mean? That'd be cool. And then film it and all that stuff like that. Actually, one of my favorite podcasts, um, Mark Bell's power, uh, podcast, they have a standing desk and do that. And I think, doesn't Barbell Shrugged every now and then they have... Yeah, so I've even seen them just post up outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just, that would be that would be, that'd be a little nice little change up yeah. one day. Something we can invest in for sure. We'll do that. Definitely. So outside this, the comfort of this seat I'm sitting in, um, what's got me moving this week is my Jayhawks... Early season, Champions Classic played the Kentucky Wildcats in basketball. That's right. They got Just the other day. They got a W, yeah, on Tuesday. Nice. Tuesday. And you're a hardcore Jayhawk fan. Yeah. 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 It's 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 NFL football and college basketball. So Jayhawks came out quick like they do every year and play have a tough game, early schedule. And uh, they're ranked number four right now, and they played number seven, Kentucky. And uh, they came away with a win. And they always have very good young talent, both teams. But I don't, who I don't know who you're referring Jayhawks. to. Jayhawks, yeah, always yeah. very good young talent. And in Kentucky too. For yeah, that, I for mean that they fact. were starting five freshmen. Yeah, they, I mean they they that's have very good young MO. talent too. So I mean, yeah, that's that's a good win to have right there. Yeah, so that was nice. And then tomorrow I'm going to the game up in Lawrence. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Father-in-law's already treating me nice, buying me tickets. Look to at you, game. buddy. Look at you. Yeah. He must like me or He's something. He's already landing on thick. Let me let me marry his daughter. <laughs> buy me tickets to the game. Maybe he's 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 keeping you close, so so just in case you mess up, he, he knows where to find you. No, 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 That's cool, so, man. Yeah, that's that, gonna be a good time, though. Yeah, I'm pumped. I'm nice. Pumped. I've never been to that stadium, but I've oh, heard that man. the arena is really I, nice. If you and I know you are, if you're just if you just appreciate sports, right? You know, college athletics and professional. 
it's just one of those places that you yeah. just need to experience. And it's right down the road, especially living this part of town. It's like a 20-minute drive. Well, I heard that the, the, the atmosphere. It's crazy. Right. Right. Yeah. Like just the people and the – because, I mean, you know, you get to college stuff and th- the fans are so much more genuine. Like they're like all in, you mm-hmm. know. So that would be real cool to go to one of those games Dude, one day. It's, it's fun. They play in Kansas City sometimes, right, at the Sometimes center? they play at the Sprint Center. Yeah, they got That's a game up there in a couple of weeks. But it's not the same. Even though it's basically their home court in a way because, I mean, they're clearly going to have more home fans than whoever they're playing. I can't even remember who they're playing that week. But, um, I mean, it's 30 minutes away. so, But it's not the same. I got you. It's, it's still same. good to experience stuff like that. Yeah. Now, now, th- th- just a side note on your what you what's got you moving. What do you do as far as food goes when you go to games? Because that's a lot of that's that's a big hang up for some people. You know, like they go to those games, Zach, and they say, "Well, what do I have to eat when I go there, or do I eat it all?" Or what? So, what do you do? Um, I usually try and eat beforehand for a few reasons. The reason you were uh, hinting at was just the choices that you're going to make. I mean, there's nothing good there. But then it's not even great food. Like so, there's some food that's bad for you that is delicious. I mean, you and I both, you know, enjoy food. Like you said one day, you're like, I like to live a little. Like I'm going to eat what I want to eat, you know, to an extent. Like we always talk about everything in moderation. But um, there it's bad food for you and it's not even that good. And then you spend like $12 if you got like a bottle of water and like nachos. And you're like, well, that was I could have spent twelve dollars a lot better someplace else. So um yeah, I, I'll just eat before I go. So what about the times where you may not have time to eat before you go? What do you do what do you do then? And and the reason why I asked that, preface this, is to say that, you know, somebody that may be going to a tailgating event or something like that and it may end up being at this event for a long time. Do you have like a go-to meal at like a you know when you go to a concession stand or something like that that you do or anything like that? Um, I would probably if it was at a concession stand, I would probably just try and get um, something that's not going to be too high in the fats, like because the fats that you're going to get at a concession stand at a stadium is going to be the, all the wrong kinds of fats. Yeah, for sure. So something that's pretty low in fat and a little bit higher in protein would be my biggest. Like a uh, like a hamburger, yeah, and just and maybe maybe like if there's like a um, chicken sandwich or something yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, definitely that would yeah. probably go down that road. It's cool that you agree if it with was me. a tailgate. It's a little bit easier than the actual. Actually, absolutely. I mean, for one, if you're bringing your own food, but also the people who are there. I mean, I would probably just try and have my my meal would be heavier on the protein than like the you know refined sugars and carbohydrates. Absolutely. And yeah, absolutely. Again, the fats. So. Yeah. That, that that's the best you can do is to I'll, minimize the damage that way. Definitely, you know, I I agree, and I'm happy you agree with me because my go to if I don't if I don't have any choice, like it's like I have to do something as far as food goes, it would be like a sandwich of some sort, like a chicken sandwich or a hamburger. And I only say that because you're controlling a lot of the variables, like. You're getting a protein source that's probably was on a grill of some sort. You know what I mean. So it's not being fried or yeah. used heavy oils or something like that. And then you're just getting some some type of bread. And then you can kind of hopefully leave off a lot of the other fats, maybe like because they, they like to use mayo or whatever special yeah. sauce they have or whatever like that, and just get you know load up on the veggies or in mustard like. Absolutely. Mustard's pretty much harmless. Yeah, yeah. So. almost calorie free. So and I'm I mean, not a huge mustard guy, but spicy mustard I'll handle that. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm down. I'm, I 
same same thing. That's cool. Same strategy. That is cool. I just wanted to touch on that. I thought that was a good way to kind of segue into yeah. that. So yeah, that that makes total sense. So yeah, I mean that's uh, that that's about it really. I mean, if I can eat beforehand, then you know it's completely under my control. And if not, then just try and eat some protein. Stay away from the fats as much as I can. But um, you know. I, if I'm at a game and I'm not tailgating, like in a basketball game, it's not that long. It's a two-hour game, and I have a reserved seat. Like I don't necessarily have to be there for an hour or two hours before. Absolutely. And it's not like I'm tailgating for basketball because you're not going to be sitting outside in the cold. Not at all. Not yeah. Football. It's the wrong time of year to be so, doing that. So <laughs> I mean, like football. It's so I'm. You know, I'm only going to be there for two hours, so I'll survive. Yeah, definitely. That makes makes perfect sense. Yeah, for sure. Um. What about you? What's got you moving this week? So I ordered Tiffany an iPhone X. Woo! Yeah, we got her an iPhone X. It, it's definitely is she an iPhone person before? Yes, yeah, she has. She's had all, all iPhones, I believe, um, since yeah, long time at least. Yeah, long time at least. So um, she has an iPhone six right now. And Did you get her the big one? I got her the iPhone X. Only comes in one size. Oh. Is that is that like the size of ours? Yeah, no, it's a standard standard size. Okay. Yep. So they don't have like an iPhone X Plus. You know what I mean? So we got her that, and she's excited about it. I'm excited about it. And the reason why I'm excited about it is really a selfish reason. But <laughs> she likes to 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 read at night and stuff like that, and whatever before she goes to bed, help her relax or whatnot. I don't like doing that because if, I find it makes me stay stay awake when I do something like that. So I I try not to look at any screens or nothing like that. Yeah, that's bed. that's good. I I know a lot of people. That will affect them a lot. I mean, I've literally, like, people can't see me right now, but I've literally, like, been laying in bed and holding my phone, like, straight over top of me so I can read and, like, start to fall asleep and drop it on myself. <laughs> literally drop the phone, like, right on my chest or my face, like, so it does not keep me awake. But some people who complain about not being able to sleep, like, turn off the uh, electronics maybe – 30 minutes, maybe an hour if you can before bedtime. Yeah, it helps. that blue light can throw off your circadian rhythm. Yeah, it helps. But anyway, so our on. phones our phones have a low light setting yeah. that, that won't interrupt that. So you could actually be on the phone at night with our phones, with the 7 Plus. Yeah, you know, I've seen that. But I thought I had that setting turned on, but I never really noticed a difference. Really? Maybe I did it wrong. Oh, so I have mine on. I have to show you off here. but So hers doesn't. And can you imagine that bright light laying in bed? Like, it lights up the whole room. You know what I mean? Well, I've turned mine way down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The meter's, like, way the, low. The, the six doesn't have that option. Mm. So, like, it's just like it's just a blinding light mm. in the middle Yeah, of the that night. can be. <laughs> so, so I'm, I'm so happy about this iPhone X. And uh, What are the new features that you're excited about? Well, she'll finally have the low light setting for nighttime. Okay. And then, you know, you, you lose the home button. Um because there is no more, like the bottom home button, there is no more home button. So what anymore. do you do? There's no buttons at all? There's no buttons at all on the screen. Hmm. Yeah, so. It's I haven't gonna, even looked at it that much. It's going to, you, you gain some, some in terms of extra landscape for, for the screen. Okay. Because if you imagine how big, much more bigger yeah. your phone would be without that. And that's you know, like a quarter inch. Yeah, so there's no more home button on there. And some other little gadgets, they say that it's faster and processing sure, and all sure. that stuff like that. But the main reason I got it was because I wanted the low light setting. <laughs> so when you're trying to sleep and she's reading. Right. It doesn't wake me up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll be cool. I'm excited to hear how uh, how that goes. Yeah. So I mean, I'm on that iPhone forever plan or whatever. So in like six more months, yeah, I can get another you'll phone. Be, you'll be on a new one for <laughs> sure. I, I'm the same way. And I think all iPhone hit, people are like that too. So yeah, for sure. So that's got me moving right now. Cool. Yeah. Hey, I'm good with that. 
<laughs> don't have to be anything too fancy. I mean, I get excited about little stuff a lot. So what are we talking about today? So I wanted to talk about this to segue into it because I find that male and female both have a very hard time at understanding just general principles about gaining muscle. You know what I mean? And because you see so much information online, you see, and a lot of times people are looking at, you know, Facebook profiles or Instagram profiles of people that may have been lifting for a long time and they're trying to pick up strategies from them, which is probably sometimes not the best idea to do. And so I I wanted to just dive into a conversation between me and you about what are the best strategies for building muscle and, and, and really Let's. I, I would want to start from you know beginner on on up, you know, and and really not trying to leave anybody out because we have to always think about that. Me and you weren't always at the level that we are right now. Yeah. So I think um, as far as building muscle, just w- let's get started with someone who's a just a brand brand new. Maybe they have very little resistance training, if any at all, and. So this person's basically starting from nothing. And this could be somebody of any age. It could be a teenager. It could be someone in their 50s. Just never never really touched a weight before. I I think it's a good idea. Just have like, um, like four workouts pre-written. Like two upper bodies like, and two lower body workouts. And cut, one that, cut that out later. Um, so I have two workouts for lower, two workouts for upper and repeat those for like, uh, maybe, maybe like eight weeks because when you're brand, brand new, neurologically speaking, those movements are just new. You just need to learn how to do movements better. Like those really early phase, uh, adaptations are just more neurological than anything. Like you might today, like if you were brand new, you might be able to bench press, an empty bar five times might seem like a lot. And then two weeks from now, you could probably add on like 10 more pounds to each side. So you're 20 pounds heavier. And it's just neurological that you already had the strength. You just didn't know how to fire those muscles yet. So just having a few exercises at the beginning and just repeating them, and you're going to just hit all the big main muscle groups. And then over time, add in more variants. Now, you know, your bench press, you might go, high reps and then you might go for you know low reps and you might have a barbell you might go dumbbells so it's still the same exercise just different variations of the same exercises but um at the beginning i think it can be kept really simple and people you know oftentimes just overthink it yeah definitely definitely i would even i'm I'm gonna digress even more than that and say that I, i see most beginners don't put enough time in core stabilization oh yeah lower back strength, you know, making sure that the tendons and ligaments, the things that are going to help you pull muscles from origin to insertion are strong. You know, like I, I think a lot of that stuff is skipped over because a lot of times when you go into the goal of, man, I want to build some muscle, your idea of building muscle is based on like a bench press or a big squat or a big dead. It's like some big like lift or big number that you've had in your your head. So in your mind, the the way to go about that is going straight to that skill and trying to build from there. You know what I mean? Yeah. When, or, when you have like no foundation. Most people are like, and not to say that the person that they're copycatting 
is wrong what they're doing. But if you see some guy at the gym and you're like, man, that'd be awesome to have some a big chest like that dude. Absolutely. Or saw somebody on TV or whatever. I'm gonna and they just try and do what that guy's doing. Maybe not the same weight, but the same exercise. But like, well, that guy's been working out for 15 absolutely. years. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So and that's where it comes from. Yeah, I mean, and you can really, really simplify some things and make some really good gains really quickly if done correctly. So I, I like that. I think. But I, I do agree with you in the fact that you need to you need to have a, a very short list of movements, and you need to get really good at them first. Yeah. Yep. And then you can talk about other things, you know, but like you need to keep it simple as possible so you can really understand. And you don't need to do a lot in each workout. No, you could do like maybe four different exercises doing, you know, at the beginning, maybe just two sets of each one, not counting any warm up sets. And then like and you do that, you repeat that for a whole month when you're brand new. You will be stronger. Yeah, you will be stronger. I 100 percent agree. You you just speaking to quality to me that's that's kind of like what you're talking about right now is just you're picking you know quality movements that make sense for your goal and that you can see progression in over time that's that's and, and you're not looking in terms of quantity which is what most people probably go to yeah because that's what they see in the gym that's what you see done all the time you know high I mean? reps that's right tons of tons of different movements tons of movement they're gonna do six different exercises just for the chest that's right that's right yeah. and, and they haven't done one of them right yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's another whole thing. Yeah, and like seriously, I can't say it enough. Like, letting go of your ego in the gym and just learning how to go through the ranges of motion with proper mechanics is probably the most important thing when you're learning how to. I mean, even no matter where you are, but um, especially at the beginning, because you don't want to build bad habits and then it becomes way more difficult to break those habits later and you may build muscle to like reinforce your bad posture or positioning so it's just kind of funny to me when people you know start ended up you know swinging their whole body around you know doing certain exercises where it's supposed to be isolating a muscle i know you were touching base on that the other day or you're you know you're doing push-ups and you're you're diving your head forward and it's like you want to keep your spine in that neutral position if we're talking about that push-up because otherwise you're just going to build muscle around the back of your neck that's going to keep you in that forward head posture all the time we're already in that position enough as right we don't need any extra of that yeah Yeah. (laughs) um to to build on what you what your first point was i I think that the next one is to people to understand what progressive overload is yep that that's the biggest thing we're gonna get there in just a second yeah progressive one more thing though uh, about the mechanics once you see and you know what good mechanics are i think a lot of people they go into the gym and they think that you know everyone has this mentality more is better oh yeah and not only sets reps and um weight but also it in the same uh quote unquote more is better faster is always better and that couldn't be further from the truth like in fact at the beginning i think those slow controlled movements are even more important because i mean those eccentric movements the lowering of the weight um would actually tear into those muscles more but also since you got that time under tension 
the amount of time that your muscles are tense is extrapolated so much. It helps with what you said before about building the tendons and ligaments. Absolutely. And just and that's going to keep you injury free. Absolutely. And keep you in the gym because if you're fighting injuries every six weeks, you got to take another week or two off. I mean, you're going to be like taking two steps forward, one step back. Absolutely. Two steps forward, one step back. Absolutely. And, and you know what, Zach? Like. When you are talking about strengthening tendons and ligaments, you want to keep those things from from having a lot of trauma, you know, like and when you get into the gym and you're jerking and you're, you know, you're uncontrolled and things like that, that's placing undue stress on those tendons and ligaments, you know, like if you're more under control, if you're more, you know, cognizant of your movements, if you're, you know, you're, you're performing movements you know, with the right range of motion and, and with proper alignment and things like that, then you're keeping, you're letting those ligaments and tendons do the job that they're designed to do. Yep. And you, you end up, like you said, be making sure that you're injury free for a long term. Cause exercises was not meant to um, induce like injuries. Like it's supposed to be medicine. Mm-hmm. So for, for if you're getting banged up and nicks and bruises here and there in the gym and you're not an athlete, then that's a problem. Because exercise was never meant to do that. Like sports has sports medicine. They yeah. have like doctors and stuff. Like, exercise was never meant to have like I don't know where that line got skewed, but I think that some people believe that oh it's okay that my shoulders a little banged up. No, that's not that's yeah, not okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I I kind of hate that no pain no gain. I it, you know it's more of like a the mentality. Yeah, and I get that, but. I don't like when that gets thrown around too much because then people mix that up and they're like, oh, my shoulder's bothering me, but I just got to keep going. Like, no, like when you're going to, when you're exercising and you're challenging yourself, you might, you're going to get uncomfortable. Absolutely. I do agree with that. So you need to get comfortable being uncomfortable. I I agree with that. Like, if it's not challenging you, then you're not getting better. You're not growing. And, um, but the no, if you're actually in pain, then you you've got an injury or you're about to cause an injury and so you should not be in actual pain absolutely when you're doing a stretch or even yoga or resistance training any of that stuff absolutely agree um so yeah i I totally am big on slow controlled movements until you've perfected it and yeah. then maybe you could talk about being a little bit more explosive be more right. powerful well, well then you have the right environment to probably be explosive and powerful and yeah. stuff like that like you can you know how to fire muscles correctly to create that you're, type of you're firing the muscles at the appropriate times right and the mechanics are already down right so i mean there's a reason why when you you know i always like to use the example of like a gymnast on a balance beam well, when they're, you know, they're not doing flips and stuff the first day they're doing it, <laughs> you know, they're walking really slow just to kind of figure out, you know, their balance and just learning where their body is in space. And they're not running across the balance beam. Absolutely. Wondering man. why they're falling off. Like that they're going so slow as they can, you know, concentrating on every little muscle in their feet and their ankles and their legs and their back and their core. So, and then as you get better, you can start doing the same things faster and more advanced and more dynamic. Absolutely true. 100% agree with that. So, anyway, progressive overload. Yes, yes. Well, and the reason why I thought about it is because you were talking about getting mechanics down and progressing that way. And I was in my mind, I was like, well, that's, that's the good type of stress, right? And progressive overload would fall into that category of the good type of stress when you're in the gym because 
I, I don't think that people know that you have to continually progress some form or fashion in whatever lift you're performing if you if you truly want to gain muscle. If gaining muscle is the goal, you got to have that happen. Yep, yeah. I mean, you can't – it's funny because I, I see people uh, many times who would constantly be throwing the same weight on the bar, doing the same rep schemes with the same rest in between each round, and they wonder why they plateau. It's like – well, yeah, your body's constantly trying to adapt to what your the stresses you're putting on it. So if you're putting the same stresses on your body each and every day for 6, 8, 10, 12 months, maybe years on end, well then it's not a challenge for you anymore. You got to either change the reps, you got to change the weight, or you got to change the rest periods or the bar speed or something. Something's got to change otherwise y- your body's not going to change. That, I mean, that's the easiest way you can sum it up. The workout's got to change somehow or some way. Otherwise, your body's not going to adjust. It's going to stay exactly the same way it is today. So so true. So, and, and you, The funny thing about that is, is that people don't understand that progressive. And there's nothing wrong with maintaining. No, if not you're at good all. At where, if you're happy with where you're at, that's fine. But if your goal is to actually build more strength and – you know, build more size, um, actual, um, you know, physical size um, of your appearance of your body and just the size of the muscles themselves, then you're going to have to keep challenging yourselves in new ways. Absolutely. I'm, the, no matter who you are, the goal has to be, I want to get a little stronger over time. Like, you, it's got to be the goal. And, and and I don't know what you think about this, but stronger can come in different ways. It can come in you doing the same amount of weight week one to week two and you increasing it maybe a rep or two. Yeah, I love that. Because, like, yeah. maybe you did four sets of six of – I'm totally making up numbers off the top of my head. Go ahead. Four sets of six of your uh, back squat. Well, even if it's two weeks from now, try and do the exact same weight, four sets of seven. That's right. And you were stronger. That's right. You got better. You got better. You placed more stress on the body than you did yeah. the week before, or a week or, or yeah. a couple of weeks prior yeah. to. Um, strength could also mean that, and you tell me if this is right or wrong, but I, this is what I believe, and I don't know if I've ever seen any scientific literature to say that it's true or not true, but I think that progressive overload could also mean that if I did, I'm going to use your example again, if you did four sets of six last week, and maybe on your last set of six, it wasn't that pretty. Your mechanics kind of broke down. You, you kind of got sloppy. You may have leveraged the weight up a little bit more than you normally should have or whatever. Yeah. And the next week you come back, you do the exact same four by six. And that time, this time you nailed it. It looked beautiful. I In my mind, I think that's got that's, that's stronger too. That's still progressive yeah, overload. You're, uh, yeah, I mean, muscularly, you're, you're, you're stronger. It's just a, a, uh, Might a be small slight. degree, right. but you are stronger. But also you've... So, Somehow you've adapted enough to where you can uh, keep proper mechanics for a longer period of time. So right. it could be that your endurance is up. Something's gotten better, you're, right? You've just got more strength. Yeah. Neurologically speaking, you're just able to you know hold those proper positions for a longer period of time. Absolutely. So yeah, you definitely. So I, something's I totally gotten better that. In, in that. In that. In yeah. That and there's a lot yeah. of different factors when it comes to exercise and. Um, improving yourself so yeah i would certainly say you've made improvement yeah yeah i i just don't i, I really what i'm well the thing i'm trying to get to is that i don't want people to think that the only way you can have progressive overload is to add weight to the bar 
because there comes a point to where there's not going to be not much more weight added to yeah, the bar. Yeah, I mean, if I, otherwise I'd be bench pressing right. like 500 pounds <laughs> right. by now. Or if there is still weight added to the bar, it's going to come very slowly, right? Like you may get to a certain point in your strength and you're like, man, this is this is getting heavy. This is getting hard. I'm not going to be able to progress 10 to 15 pounds like you talked about the beginner, right? Oh, yeah. It's going to slow down a bit. Um, I know I had that same thing with my deadlift. Once I got over 500 pounds, dude, the the gains came very slowly. You know yeah. what I mean? That's and when you want those fractional plates. That's right. And, and, and after that, <laughs> I had to just make you feel good mentally. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got half a kilo more. That's right. <laughs> I had to find different ways to get stronger and, and different ways to define what stronger was, you know, because no longer was it going to be I'm getting 10 pounds stronger week to week to week to week no. to week. It was more like I'm going to get 10 pounds stronger after a full three months of training, you know, and I had to find ways within that three months to still define that I'm getting better over time, you know. Yeah. And I just thought that was important to bring up. That's why I wanted to mention that. Yeah. I mean, and I, I just think, you know, start out with something simple. Uh, if you're brand new, I don't like having people who are brand, brand new doing too high of reps, even if it was, you know, lightweight for them because uh, just mentally – they start to kind of break down a little bit and they lose form. So I would say if you're brand new, start out with like two sets of 10. Maybe next week you do the same weight for the for that same exercise and you do two sets of 12. And then, you know, you slowly progress it that way. And then after you've been doing it, maybe I would really say like 12 weeks, then you can start adding in some more variation. But just try and focus on getting really good at a few lifts you know, some sort of, um, you know, like a, a squat, a uh, deadlift, some sort of push exercise like a bench press or overhead press, you know, some sort of horizontal pull like a bent over row and then um, some sort of rotational movement just to kind of, you know, you know, get a little bit more variation in there so you're not always working those same planes of movement. So. You really don't have to overthink it. You can have a total of like eight or ten exercises over, you know, all of your workouts and still make progress if if you're brand new. And if you're not brand new, you've been doing this for a while, um, then you can just, you know, maybe just dumb it down a little bit back to where you were, you know, once when you were new and then just go through those progressions slowly and your body will still adapt. It's it's going to change as long as you are con- consistently changing one of those variables we spoke about earlier so you don't like high reps not for brand new people not for brand new people because they they start to just like it's hard enough just to keep proper positioning and mechanics for a few reps because it's just so new to them Ah, so obscure the the breakdown over time is what you're concerned about so i mean even just doing it correctly five or six times is a challenge so you know i don't need i don't want to ask them to do 20 reps right Right. So, no, it makes total sense. I mean, I mean, I would t- say not for not not a lot of reps per set. So I mean, maybe something's really light for them. So maybe you'll do like five or six sets of it, but you only do five or six reps with right, each of instead those instead of doing three sets of fifteen or something. Exactly. Like that. Right. No, I, that totally makes sense because then you're you're challenging that person under stress of 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 tons of different systems in the body. Yes. So it's, yes. it's more than likely they're going to be. Their form can get broken down to have to start having some bad because they're just not used to doing that yet. It's just right, an right. awkward movement. Right, like if I was trying to throw with my left hand, like <laughs> you know, the more tired that I got, the more I did it, you know, it, the worse it's going to be. So yeah, yeah, 
Now, what are your thoughts about high volume training, though, just in general? Uh, I I think it's fine. I think you know, just like I think super low volume. I mean, doing like sets of doubles and triples, and you know, twos and threes. Uh, that's fine too. I, I I think there needs to be variance. You know, across the board. Across the board, you need to go yeah. through different phases of 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 it all. Now, when you get into those high reps, like just because you get it from point A to point B, doesn't necessarily mean that it, you're challenging yourself correctly like you still want to maintain those mechanics so you're gonna have to change the weight that you're using absolutely like just getting it up from you know is not necessarily mean you're training efficiently no i i agree with that 100 percent. but i I'm, i like high reps and i like low reps and i like everything in between i i like it it all has its time and its place yeah um and really for most athletes you want to do a little bit of everything Yes, for sure. Yeah, because you want to challenge the different systems in the body. Yeah, yeah. So I, I unless want... you're like a super specialist into like powerlifting, like even still, you probably want to do some high rep stuff. But I mean, you're not going to do it as often. Gotcha, gotcha. So point number one, we said keep it simple. Yep. Point number two was progressive overload. Yeah. If I had to put in a point number three, I would say periodization of some sort, and we can break that down. I mean. Um, Which um, periodization, I mean, could be you starting out with high reps and then you're, you're moving into lower and lower and lower reps as the weight goes up or um, – so, yeah, I mean, you could – Yeah, you could do, do it a, a tons of different ways. But, of, cha- but change in the time that you're – That's you're right. Like, all right, for the next four weeks, all of my rest in between my sets is going to be, you know, 90 seconds. And right. And then, you know, then you go through a cycle where you rest for 45 seconds. You got it. You got it. That that'll be periodization, and just for the people that are out right, there, yeah. yeah. I mean, basically, you're taking a, a time block, whether that be three weeks, even up to eight weeks or twelve weeks, that you're doing the same exercises and you're doing them a certain way, a certain order, or whatever. And then, if you wanted to change them up, that's called periodization. So you would take after that time span that you said you were going to allot to doing those exercises this way, you would start to do them a different way for the next three six eight twelve weeks or whatever and you would just use the variables like zach just said yeah 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 so i think that's great and um one thing that i like to keep in mind we kind of touched on it already but it's a good acronym for people to to remember mci um and so mechanics consistency and then talk about intensity so learn the proper mechanics be able to do those proper mechanics each and every time and then you can change the intensity, and the intensity could be um, the amount of time that you're resting in between those sets. It could be the weight, or it could be um, the rest period. So um, mechanics, consistently being able to perform those mechanics, and then worry about the intensity. And, and if, you're, if you're using that as your priority list, you'll be in good shape. I, I like all of that. I, I don't... Um... I don't think any of that is bad at all, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. So any, any closing thoughts, anything you want to add to it? Um, no, nah, man, just like keep – I just want to always think people should be challenging themselves. And really a lot of this stuff can be applied um, to everything in life. I mean if you're not ever challenging yourself, then you're not growing as a human. I mean you didn't learn how to do calculus without learning how to do all the other stuff before it. So if you're if you're an accountant today, I mean, there was a lot of times where you came to a 
place where you're like, oh man, I don't know if I can do this. And you learned it and you figured it out and you moved to something more difficult. So it's same thing goes in the weight room. You got to constantly be, be challenging yourself. If you're not challenging yourself, then you're not growing. And whether that's physically or mentally or spiritually, then, um, you know, it, it doesn't really matter. It applies either way. I, I like it. I, I, I would say um, for me, the last thing I want to say is that I, and I find this often in the bodybuilding community, people will start talking about, well, you've reached your genetic potential. And I just think that couldn't be the furthest from the truth because once first off, I think that's like a self limiting idea that people come up with. You know what I mean? That, Oh, I can't gain any more muscle now because I, this is just, this is as far as my genetics can take me. And I, I think that when you reach a level to where you start thinking like that, then number one, you've probably just, you haven't gained any more knowledge to, to, to learn how to overcome whatever, sticking point or whatever that you're in yeah right and then you, you i think you got to expand your mind and say that you know I, there's no way i can be done right now like you gotta yeah you gotta keep going i think the body's has a, a crazy ability and way to adapt yeah it's and to keep moving forward that i don't think it's possible that a person can ever say they've reached their genetic potential yeah, it's really it's really tough for someone to actually know that. So yeah, um, yeah, don't don't give up on yourself, especially if you've got a big goal. Like if it's a bodybuilding show or a powerlifting meet or just um, you know if you've always just dreamed of just having a six pack just for the sake of having a six pack. Yeah, and you've plateaued. Don't don't give up on it. Keep yeah, keep working for it. Well, I know, and, and the reason why I say because you know people, man, especially that are may have like a weight loss goal or something like that. They're like, well, I've always been big. Right. I, don't, I don't think I can ever get any better than this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, this is just as good as I'm going to get. Or or they say, I just want to look as good as I did in high school. Or whatever. I'm like, that's so such a small thought. Like, dream bigger than that. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I agree. Like, you know, I, I, I like that example, even though it's not what we're necessarily talking about today. People say, oh, I've always been big. Like, well, that doesn't mean it has to always be that way right. going forward. Like, right. Today's a new day. That's right. Like, you can do better than that. Yeah. Like, I just always thought that. And I, I just thought it comes to this muscle building thing because I, I think building muscle is first like a mindset. Like, you got to enter that, that that place. And I think that changing your body is a mindset. So, like, you, yeah. ha- you have to enter that zone first. And if, you, if you're already defeating yourself talking about I can't get any better, then how are you going to put 10 pounds on the bar more than you did last week? Yep. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. Don't sell yourself short. Not at all, man. So, anything left? Uh, yeah, man. I just want to tell everybody that um, thanks for tuning in. Give us give us a rating if you can. Five stars would be awesome. But uh, share it with your friends. Ask us questions, anything you got. And want to make sure everybody has a good Thanksgiving. Enjoy your time with your family. And, uh, yeah, just keep on keeping on. Don't give up. Keep challenging yourself each and every day. Happy Thanksgiving.